This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotei, we're starting the last part in the series of Hilchot Yichud. And, okay, and, and the, uh, the, Shi'ur today is going to be the Ilu Nishmat Chaim Elephant, and it's going to be a basic overview on uh, all of the halachot that we have been learning, that we have been learning till now. Okay? So let's start with the following. What is the prohibition of Yichud? Let's start from the beginning. The Isur of Yichud is written in Masechet Kiddushin. And the source uh, written through Masechet Kiddushin is that when the son of the, bro- the son of your mother is going to is going to entice you. So the Gemara learns from there that only a son and his mother, how they learn from there is another question, but only a son and his mother is allowed in Yehud, but a child with any other or a, or a man with any other lady besides his mother, there would be a prohibition of Yehud. It would seem to be that it's an Isser Yehud is Minat Torah. And this is how the Gemara in Masechet Sota the Gemara in Masechet Avodah Zarah and the Gemara in Masechet Sanhedrin all seem to indicate that Yichud is only by an erva mideoraita. Chachamim added on Yichud by a goya or a goy and Chachamim added on Yichud also by a, um, by, by a penuya by a woman who's single. So, the Rambam writes that Yichud seems to be a uh, prohibition that is a, that is a, that is a Torah prohibition, and it seems to be an offshoot of uh, of lotikrivuli um, galot erva that a person a person shouldn't get close to any erva. So that that we said that a single girl is only going to be their abanan, that's only if she's not a nida. But if she's a nida, then she's an erva, and they, and it would be aser. So the 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 Torah prohibition. So the Torah prohibition of yichud is by any Jewish person that is an erva, a non-Jew, or a single girl that is not yet an a nida. Then there would no be, be no prohibition minatora. It would only be the rabbana. Now, what is the amount of time that there is an iser yichud? This is not something that is set in stone over here. It would seem to be that any time that it's a that that it's, it could be a sheer bia, uh, and uh, and the poskim discuss. Does that mean also that they have to uh, be enticed? Beforehand, we can, do we do we include that in the prohibition? There is a span of time from 35 seconds till five minutes. 
That is the different, that's the gamut of opinions over here. Min Chati Tzchak says five minutes. Others say, uh, the Dvar Alacha says much less than that. And um, something that you know that there's not going to be an interruption of Yichud, then already right away the Isra Yichud starts. But if you're not sure if Yichud's going to be uh, interrupted or not, so then, um, then, then as we mentioned, it's going to be a range of between 35 seconds to 5 minutes. Okay, not, that's that. so we discussed what Yichud is. What, what amount of time would be a prohibition of Yichud? Number three, what is the age that Yichud would be Aser? So um, we mentioned that the age already by... Uh, by by a, by a boy is nine years old and a girl uh, is twelve years old. Or uh, or the other way around is that right? Or the nine years old and the girl is twelve years old. Now uh, let's let's uh, let's explain that a little bit more. We we did learn. Uh, from the Gemara that even though that Yichud starts when a boy has Tambia and a girl also and she's Moser Atzva until then she's considered a Shomer. So a, a girl is considered a Shomer we'll say until 12 years old and a boy a, a Shomer until 9 years old and we gave all different types of opinions but that doesn't mean to, that doesn't mean that if a girl even though she could be a Shomer but if she's in a situation that she's not a Shomer then it could be there's going to be yichud from her already when she's uh, when she when she's a uh, when when she's when she's a young girl of three years old. Uh, we don't we're a little bit more lenient nowadays that we don't think that there's yichud with a girl of three years old at kedei but uh, that, but uh, but the um, but but the, 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 the shomer of a girl could be as we mentioned up to twelve or thirteen and the boy. Up to you know, up to nine years old. Uh, we also mentioned that if a man is elderly and bedridden, and the doctors say that he's just you know not in a situation that he would ever be able to do an avira, then yichud would be permitted. But Moshe Feinstein says that if it's in a certain scenario that the man uh, he is like older, but maybe because of an avira he would like pump up his energy or whatever. <laughs> then you know that then you're just because you're saying well you know he's like not in that frame of mind at all. That doesn't matter. That Yisra Yichud could still be um, applicable. Okay, now, um, Yisra Yichud is anybody who is not married. Uh, the Chafetz Chaim in the Sefer Geder Olam writes that even if the man and woman are engaged and uh, she's soon going to be his wife, they wrote the Tanayim, nevertheless, they're not allowed to be secluded with, with each other. As a matter of fact, there's a whole sugya in Masechet Ketubot that discusses that if a, a man and woman are in a uh, situation that, if a man and a woman are in a situation that they, um, if a man and a woman are in a situation that they, they just got married and she's a nida, so uh, there is going to be very stringent halachot of Yichud put upon them. Because the only heter for a man and wife to be together, Tosfot explains, because a combination of two reasons. Number one, because she's eventually going to be permitted to him. And number two, because, um, uh, uh, because, uh, uh, pat besalu, because it's in his hand that she's already going to be permitted to him. 
but even a situation, and and they were and they were and they were. I'm sorry. And number two is that they were man and wife beforehand, and she they're eventually going to be going to be permitted to him again. But if she was never, even though right now she's married, but she was never together with him yet as man and wife, so there could still be that yitzer hara, and therefore we are stringent that they have to sleep in different rooms. And there's, uh, you know, the Gemara in Masechet Kitubah discusses that he has to be in a different room, she has to be in a different room, uh, she has to have Shomer, or they have to have Shomer in the room together. It's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be a very easy, quote unquote, type of, uh, union. Okay. Next. What about, uh, a sister? So in the time of the, uh, Anshayah they they prayed that there should be no Yitzhahara for Avodazara. Then they prayed that there should be no uh, uh, Yitzhahara for Arayot. But then people stopped having children. So what they did in order to that, that they brought back that there should no n- not be at least a Yitzhahara for relatives. So what does relatives include? So that is, you know Rashi says Emo and even his his maternal aunt. So some people have a have a um, have a kula regarding a maternal aunt regarding Yichud. It would be a little bit more lenient. And other post game there, they they don't agree with that girsa in Rashi and Tosfotarosh so much in Masechet Sanhedrin. But uh, regarding one sister, the Gemara seems to say that also there was no. Uh, uh, it seems to be from the sources that there is no Yitzharah uh, uh, for a sister, but as long as they are temporary. And the postkim discuss what would be temporary over here. So, uh, it, you know, some say up to three days, some say up to 30 days. And Moshe Feinstein says it doesn't really depend on what's three or 30 days. It depends that whenever she feels comfortable enough that she says that, listen, uh, uh, you know, in other words, they, they've been living in the same house alone. I'm assuming they grew up together. Hmm. Yeah, but you know, we're talking about obviously that it's after they after they grow up and after they're married and she's coming, you know, let's say his wife is away and her husband is away. So a, a time that a guest usually stays is let's say uh, three, four or five days. After that, it's uncomfortable. That Ramosha Feinstein says there already might be a prohibition of Yichud. But others are more lenient up to 30 days. So to have a permanent arrangement of a brother living with a sister... Although it won't be on the deal right the level, it's definitely a uh, it's definitely a problem. Two sisters or three sisters? One brother with two or three sisters? It definitely would be more makel, and maybe you could rely on Rashi's opinion that three sisters and one brother would be allowed. And it could be that a posik would uh, would be machria that way because uh, Rashi allows three women and one man. So it could be with the tzir that it's a sister and three women and one man. I'd be curious to see if the posting would allow that for Ashkenazim. Definitely there's more of a reason because the Ramah is that way. Okay, now, um, it's interesting because what about a family that, that converts, uh, uh, that converts? Me'ikar mm-hmm. Adin, a, since they're Gershinola dummy, mm-hmm. a brother's even allowed to marry a sister. Yeah. But we don't do that because it looks really bad, the Shulchan Aram says. So, <laughs> but what would happen regarding Yichud? Um, so, so, over here we would also say that Yichud is, is a very practical subject. Since practically you know that there's no Yitzhahara between the, 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 the man and the, his sister, so then it would be allowed. Now regarding adoptive children, that we also, that, that comes into a very gray area. Because on one hand, 
the Tzitz Eliezer says, there's no natural uh, Yitzhahara, even with adoptive children, if they grow up after a while, and it should be allowed. And uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein didn't agree. Rav Moshe Feinstein said with adoptive children, the main um, the main consideration is Yichud, and therefore uh, he always suggests, Rav Moshe Feinstein would always suggest that a girl should be adopted. Because if a boy is adopted, there's many more problems of Yichud because the mother is always home. And then there will be many more problems of Yichud. So he always suggested that a girl should be be adopted, and he says when uh, the reason why it's allowed is there's always going to be a shomer, there's always going to be balavimo, there's always going to be like uh, in it coming yotzev uh, enichnas. So that's why Rav Moshe Feinstein allowed it. But he said, but there is a yichud, just you have to find different uh, different different solutions. So that so but adopted children, we said it's a huge machlok, and others are going to be lenient to the point to say that since they grow up. To a, a, you know, you have to know at what age they started growing up by, but if they grew up already from the time that they're a baby, so that there's no natural, um, there's no natural, uh, Yitzhahara. So since there's no natural Yitzhahara, it would be allowed. Okay. Then we mentioned how many men and how many women, uh, is there going to be a Yitzhar Yichud? So, so the Torah, Allows Yichud only when there's the Torah permits. I'm sorry, forbids Yichud only when there's one man who's alone with one woman. But if there's going to be a one one man with two women, the Gemara says that would also be forbidden because Nashim Da'atan Kalot, and they will entice each other. One there's there's a Machloket Rishonim what entice each other means. Does entice each other mean one will cover up on the other? Or does it mean that they could both be enticed to the ma'asit? So that's, uh, that has different ramifications. For example, Rashi seems to imply that they would be enticed to the ma'asit. Therefore, Rashi says that if it's three women, it would be allowed. Because you don't have three women that would be enticed to the ma'asit. Others say no, it's because of one is going to cover on each other. And so even if it's three women, they'll decide to cover, two of them will decide to cover and protect the other woman. So, but that is only in regards to one man and two women. But, but, um, two men and one woman, the Gemara says in Iker, then it's allowed. And then the Gemara elaborates that if we're in a situation that there are people that are prudsim, then even two men, two men that are prudsim, or even one man that's parus, we're gonna discuss that, then, then it would be, um, it, it, it would, it would be, it would be forbidden. And the Shulchan Aruch says that nowadays, Everyone is considered a prutzim. It's based on the shita of the Rambam. So according to the Sephardim, two men and one woman would not be allowed. According to Ashkenazim, two men and one woman would be allowed. Now, what is considered somebody who's a parutz? So this is something that's much more uh, controversial over here. There are the Shevet Alevi writes that if somebody who is totally not religious at all, the point is Mechal Shabbat Gefaresia, so he doesn't have a ne'emanut in regards to being able to... Uh, to follow the um, uh, the halachot of erva as well, so he would have he would be considered in the category of parus. Now, what would be with one man and 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 two women? We mentioned that it would be forbidden. One man and three women would be, according to the Ramah, permitted. We mentioned that according to the Shulchan Aruch, it's aser. Um, now, if it's a person sheisko im hanashim. A person whose business is with ladies, even Rashi agrees that one man and three women would be forbidden. Okay, now, 
regarding one woman with many men, we mentioned once again that the Shulchan Aruch says that it's forbidden and the Ramah says uh, uh, that, that, that it's permitted. Um, what happens if you have many men and many women? So even according to the Shulchan Aruch, if it's two men and three women and everyone's Kshayrim, then it would be allowed. So the combination of Harbei Anashim and Harbei Nashim, once you already get the two men and three women, it would be allowed. And what would happen if they're Prutzim? So for obviously, if the men are Prutzim, then even according to the Ramah, it's Asr. According to Shulchan Aruch, anyways, men are always considered Prutzim. And what happens though, according to the Ramah, if you have one woman and two men, one of them is a Parutz and one of them is a Kasher. So here you're going to say, okay, he's a Parutz, so it's us. On the other hand, maybe the Kasher will protect the Parutz and that would be permitted. So, um, so the Marshal writes that if there's one man who's a Kasher, it's allowed because the Kasher is going to be embarrassed to do anything in front of the Parutz and the person is not going to do anything in the presence of the Kasher man. And when there is another option that's not available, you could rely on the marshal. Now, what happens if you're at night or you're a baderich? And then baderich, the Gemara seems to say a rule that you always need someone extra. Because if it's, it, because at night and when people go to sleep, we suspect that, you know, one of them is going to fall asleep, so you're going to be left with one man and one woman having yichu. Therefore, you're always going to need an extra person. So according to the Ramah, you have to have uh, three men and one woman at night. And according to the Shulchan Aruch, you're going to have to have three men and, and, and two women. It's not, once again, because two men is, is allowed usually, but at night you're going to need three men. Okay. Now we discussed the amount of men and amount of women is permitted or forbidden. Now let's discuss what situations are yichud forbidden or not? So, obviously, if you're in a room together, locked up, that's called quintessential yichud. But what happens if you have, in one house, two different rooms? So, uh, since they're both able, you know, to share common space areas, that's obvious that yichud would be forbidden. Now, the Gemara discusses a case where there is... Uh, a, um, a room that's an inner room, a pnimiyut room, and an outer room. So even if the man and woman are not in the same room, and each room has its own, um, has its own, uh, facilities, if one of them is an inner room and the outer is an outer room, if the only exit is through the outer room, then it would be forbidden. Because that means that in order to go out, you have to use the other room, it's considered like it's all connected. Now, if in one room there's more than one man, and the other room has one or more women, then there's a difference in the Rishonim, whether we suspect that the man is going to go to the room of the woman or not. Some say that it's only forbidden if the man actually goes to the room of the woman, and others say no. Over here there's a chashash that the man might actually decide. If you have a situation of two rooms, and it's a situation right now that's permitted in you, for example, they both have their own, uh, their own, uh, their own facilities and they're not connected to each other. Well, 
Or, you know, there's a lot of men in one room and there's a lot of women in another room and there should be no reason why they should mix. Still, there is a chashash that maybe one man is going to leave and go to the other room that would be forbidden. Now, what happens if you have two rooms, two separate rooms? Let's say you have uh, some type of um, uh, timeshare where you have a common area and they can't get into each other's room. The man and the woman can't get into each other's room. But... And, but there's no pro- public area between them. So for example, in a hotel, it's a public area of the hallway. So if one man has one room and a woman has another room, then it's totally fine. But let's say it's some type of um, villa where one man has one room, a woman has another room, and the common area is a private property. So then... Hmm then it would be a problem because it's a, a common room. Obviously, that if it's two room and if there's a connecting door, so if each one can't get into the, each other because they lock, they lock it, that would be okay. But if you can hear from one room to the next, you should be stringent. Now, about, lo- let's say, locking doors, that we mentioned the Mishnah Brua on this, that... Um, if the doors are locked, the post can say that uh, that lechora it should allow. Ramosha Feinstein has a chuva about this, and he says if if even if they're in a in the same house and each one is going to lock each other's doors, but there's a chashash that they're going to go out easily to each other, and that's considered uh, yichud. Now, um, if each door, let's say for example a hotel that each, each room has a exit that they could go out on, on each other. So then we mentioned a Mr. Brewer that seems to say that locking doors would be okay and you could be lenient. And that can happen very often. Let's say a man is traveling with a lady that he's also bihud and they want to sleep in separate rooms even though there's a connecting room, that would be allowed. Okay. Um, especially if it's going to be yichud or like with a guy, then it would be, uh, then, then, then in the case where you lock the doors, you could also, uh, you could also allow such a thing. Okay. Um, now that we determined what type of rooms and what type of scenarios that Yehud is, um, that Yehud is, uh, uh, permitted in or forbidden, let's discuss even if you're in such a situation where there is a seclusion, when could you allow Yehud? So let's start with the following. Let's say a woman's husband is in the city. There's going to be a header of Ba'ala Ba'ir, and then there's going to be a header of Petach Patuach Birshuta Rabim. So let's say a woman's husband is in the city. Then, Then the Gemara seems to say, Bala Be'ir, Ein Bo Mishum Yichud. There's a machloket between Rashi and the Rambam. What, the, what does that mean? Some say it's because the, 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 the Ram, that, that the husband could come home at any time. Since the husband could come home at any time, there's a natural shvira. And others say it's because when a Bala Be'ir, Eimad Bala Leha, she has the fear of her husband, she's not going to do anything when she knows her husband is the vicinity. Uh, the different, the Nafkamina, yeah, and it's, right, and the Chazanish goes with this approach, and the Nafkamina is gonna be, let's say, a big city like New York, 
that the husband works far away from the house. He's not going to go in every time if he's working far away from the house. But on the other hand, there's still a madba'ala leah. Or let's say when the husband doesn't know where she is. Let's say she's not home. So according to the first approach, he's not going to pop in anytime. He doesn't know where she is. But the second approach, he would be allowed. Now what's called one city or not, we were not clear. Because even if it has different, different, different boroughs, like, as you say, Brooklyn and Queens, mm-hmm. but is that considered like, uh, is that considered a total separate city or not? Um, it's not so simple. You have to, you'd have to like judge each, each situation on its own. And, uh, and I, I don't think it goes according to Tchum Shabbat or anything else. It's really gonna be something that the post has to decide what would be the probability. Um, now, one exception by Ba'alabir, the Gemara says, is that if this lady who is being mitiached with a certain someone who's libo gasba, they have a certain closeness to each other. They're friendly. For example, they grew up with each other, or they're, you know, they're, they're uh, partners at work, or something like that. Then, Yichud wouldn't help, Ba'alabir wouldn't help in such a scenario. That is only by a woman who her husband is in town. Let's say a man wants to be mityached and his wife is in town, then um, it would only be if the woman is close enough that she could pop in at any time. <laughs> but it, but we don't have an emad ba'ala. We don't have emad. Unfortunately, we don't have emad ishto aleya to be matter such a thing. Uh, now there's another heter of petach pato rabim. If the door to a public domain is open, that would also permit. So there also, um, in a situation where it would be libo gasba, where a person would be, um, would be, um, would be, uh, uh, would be, uh, you know, close to that person. So there's a machloket aposkim between the bash and the chalkat machokak. I was, I was makalbar for my, my, uh, rebeim that we were posek like the chalkat machokak over here. And that even if libo gasba, but if there's a petach patuach, it's like it's in public and therefore there's no prohibition. Now, petach patuach means that it's open, but let's say you have a door that's closed and not locked. So there's a very long pitchet shuvah, and it really depends on the fact that if nowadays people are going to walk into another domain without, uh, without knocking. Most people will not walk in and therefore it would be forbidden. But if you're in a type of, uh, of, uh, of, um, Situation that people walk in without without knocking, even if the door is closed, it would be allowed technically. Now, therefore, late at night and no one's walking by, the postman would say, "Well, why would you would help in such a case?" So, once again, if there's people on the street and a person naturally is going to have a fear of of um, of um, of yichud, then it would be um, it would be. It, it, it would be allowed. But if it's like in a totally deserted area, it doesn't matter if it's Petach Patuach, it's not a Halakha La Moshe Messina, it would still be Asr. Same thing if you have a window in the street and you, uh, you could see inside the street, so that's a perfect Petach Patuach, Lirshuta Rabim, that would definitely be allowed. Um, okay. And having, and having a Shomer is another very important rule. Uh, as long as you have one shomer, whether it's a boy who's between uh, the age of, uh, of, of of six to nine, or a girl who's the age of uh, of, of we said uh, six to twelve, and there's very different opinions in all of this, it would be allowed. 
or if you have a relative such as a mother, daughter, or sister watching that also is going to be allowed. And let's say two women are, 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 are together and they have a natural dislike to each other in nature, like sister-in-laws, mother-in-laws, daughter-in-law, or one daughter-in-law and the other woman's husband, or in, in other words, and the other, um, in other words, a, a daughter, uh, or an, I'm sorry, a stepdaughter, together with with a daughter so that's also a situation of a natural hate that would also forbid yihud so what would be some of the practical situations that a person could encounter that would be um, that that would that that would be a problem of yihud that um, that would be a problem of yihud a lot of times it has to do with people are asking that they have a babysitter coming to the house Okay, if the babysitter is above bar mitzvah, who usually is, you don't want to get a babysitter who's under bar mitzvah, then you're going to have other problems. So if a babysitter is below bat, bat mitzvah, and the boy is older than nine years old, then um, it's a problem. You have to have another boy older than five years old, or, or, uh, or, or, or five or six, and at night you're going to have to have two of them. It could be a boy and a girl, as long as they're the age of shomrim, you have to have, if a girl and a boy are going to be in the same house, you're going to have to have two shomrim. If there's not enough people, you're going to have to ask a neighbor to come in from time to time. That would be the eitzel. To, uh, to, um, to, um, to make sure that there would be no situation of yichud. Traveling in a car. If a man and a woman are traveling in a car in a deserted area, it would be forbidden. Because they're in a, they're in a case where there's seclusion. If there's other cars on the road, the, the consensus of the posthum is that it, Yichud is allowed, and we're not afraid that a person is going to go into a deserted area, and it would be, uh, it would be forbidden. Um, problem is, is if you're in a place where there's usually, it's a deserted area, there's no cars on the road, um, that might be more of a problem that there's a chashash that a person might go to even a more deserted area, and that is not, uh, not not so simple. People are usually makele on this nowadays, but you know they mm-hmm. they do the drive on dates and things like that. But you should be aware that you should try to avoid as much as you can uh, populated areas. Now the post can discuss what happens going into an elevator, and if the elevator has an ability that it could open up a floor at any time, which is most elevators will be allowed. But you do have those skyscrapers that you have a sheer yichud between from floor one to floor 80 will take more than a minute, you will have some poskim will be machmer and others will be mekel. Um, and if an elevator could be stopped in the middle without setting off an alarm, which I don't think so, then yichud would be forbidden. But I don't think that happens so often. Now, doctor's offices, when a woman goes to a male doctor, she has to make sure that the door is not locked and people can walk in. Otherwise, it is a problem. Now, if her husband is going to be in the city where the clinic is near the doctor's house and the doctor is from, uh, let's say you now you have a male doctor who's from and he has uh, clients coming in. So if the wife is close by, she should come in at any time, especially if she works in the office, then it's not a problem. Uh, so you have to always be, be careful also in offices as well. That's when there's common shilas of yichud to make sure that you, um, that, 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 that you take precautions. Just to mention that cameras are a big game changer because they really keep a person much more careful regarding crime and regarding yichud as well. 
But on a yichud deoraita, we still don't have a clear proof that it would allow a yichud deoraita. But on a yichud derabanan, for example, a man with Gentile ladies, or the opposite way, or 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 uh, or, or a man with two ladies, which the Chachmat Adam says is derabanan, then it could be that it um, that that you have more of a, a reason to be lenient because. Um, uh, uh, because it's only the Rabbanan and you have a Shmira of a camera. But that you'd have to ask your local rabbi. So, Baruch Hashem, we covered in seven parts the different Isurim of Yichud. And with the summary of today, Bezot Hashem, it should help us that we should be more careful in this, uh, this ever so important, uh, uh, subject of En Apotropos La Rayot and Isur Yichud. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.